Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. All right. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So on today's episode, it's it's just going to be a quick and dirty one because as I sit here recording this, we are on our seventh snow day in the past three weeks. Yes, the kids have been home for seven days. Actually, it might even be eight days in the last few weeks. And for the record, that is like a complete nightmare for any mom who is trying to run a business at home. So if you have been following along on Instagram, you know that we've had my stepkids for the last three weeks. We traded some time to accommodate some travel. And it's been amazing. It's been great. And I love having the full house. But man, oh man, these snow days combined with the hockey schedule. Well, I love these kids. And I just realized that I love them even more when they go to school every day. And I'm just joking. It's not about love. It's just been it's just been crazy. And these snow days and this crazy schedule has definitely thrown a slight wrench into my productivity over the past few weeks. And honestly, guys, like right now, I just feel like I cannot keep my head above water. And no matter how hard I try, I cannot get ahead. Like I am so behind on so many things, which brings me to today's topic, which is how to get your shit together when you feel like a hot mess express. And I'm talking about this today because I made the decision a couple of nights ago that, man, I just had to do a little bit of a regroup and I needed to get back on track. So I'm willing to bet that you had some sort of intention at the beginning of this year to be probably like more organized or more productive or on top of things, however you worded it in your New Year's resolutions, because we all have those types of intentions in January. We all want to start the year off on the right foot. But I'm also willing to bet that, you know, we're now a month in and life has probably happened. Life has probably thrown you some curveballs and things may have fallen off the rails a bit. And perhaps they're just not going as well as you thought they were going to go. Now, I am referring to January because that's the time of year when this podcast is coming out. But honestly, this podcast episode is applicable to anyone at any time who is trying to get it together. So let's talk about balance for a quick second here. I've been talking about this a lot lately. And when I talk about balance, I always want to reiterate that it is okay to fall off the rails. Like I think it is part of the process of trying to achieve a balanced life. Like I said before, I don't think you're ever just going to be on top of your game all the time. And I don't think it's possible to always just have your shit together, especially if you're a parent. So you're going to have some days when you feel like you're killing it. And then you're going to have other days when you're pouring yourself a glass of wine at four o'clock in the afternoon just to make it through. That is totally okay. I don't feel bad or feel guilty when I get into this place. The key is just to be like, okay, something's not working. I don't feel like I'm at my best. It's time to make some change. 
So I am currently in the process of getting my shit together, which is why today I'm going to share my 10 tips for getting back on track when you feel like a hot mess mom. Okay, so let's dive into the 10 things that I'm doing and I have found helpful in the past to get back on track. So the first thing is just to give yourself permission to say, F it, take a few hours and do whatever it is that you want to do to just regroup. So guys, the other night I just had enough. The to-do list was piling up. The kids were just, you know, being kids. But because I wasn't at my best, I just wasn't dealing with it as well as I typically would. I was feeling overwhelmed, like I couldn't get ahead and like nothing was going my way. And then I was like, you know what? I'm done. So I turned on Grey's Anatomy. I made a huge mac and cheese casserole and I drank a bottle of wine. And that's what I needed to do in that moment to take care of myself. I needed to forget about the world and I did not feel bad about doing it one bit. I was like, I'm going to eat three bowls of mac and cheese, binge watch the show, get a little buzzed. And then tomorrow I'm going to just get back on track. And that's what I did. And guys, it felt really, really good. So after that, the second tip, though, is you need to designate a time to sit down and actually get back on track. This is something that you have to be intentional about. The whole, like, forget about the world and I'm just going to get drunk and not think about it thing. You can only do that so long until you start to add to the problem. So give yourself a day, give yourself an afternoon, but then, like, buck up and get it together. So whether you wake up super early one morning or if you just like schedule some time on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday morning, whatever time works for you, put some time aside with the sole intention of sitting down and regrouping. Number three, turn off your phone and get off social media. So if you're overwhelmed, chances are you're experiencing some sort of anxiety. And studies show that anxiety is directly related to social media exposure. So just shut down your phone, delete social media from your phone for a little bit, and just, you know, unplug. I find that the way that I consume social media is different based on the type of mood that I'm in. So when I'm feeling overwhelmed or down about myself and I'm scrolling through my phone looking at everyone's highlight reels or their organization tips, it just makes me feel worse. So not only is it just not doing good things for your mental health, When you take time away from social media, you know, you're not wasting time scrolling through your phone and you are actually spending time getting shit done. Number four, so when you have designated that time to sit down and get it together, do a brain dump. And I love me a good brain dump. So if you are not familiar with this, go grab like a couple blank pieces of paper and write out everything that's on your mind. Everything you have to do, everything that you're thinking about, all of the ideas in your head, anything that's stressing you out, like get it all out on paper, like get that to-do list out of your head. And honestly, don't, you know, feel the need to do this in some organized fashion. It doesn't need to be color-coded. It doesn't need to be a perfect list. Just get it all out on the paper. Okay, so number five is delegate. Look at that list and see what you can ask people to help you out with. What can you get just off that list and have someone give you a hand with? So say you feel like your house is super messy right now and you can't get ahead. Ask for help. Ask the kids to help you out with jobs. Ask the cleaning lady to come for an extra day. Ask your mom to come in and give you a hand. Delegate to your husband. Think, who can I ask to help me out? 
Guys, we have this mentality in our head that we have to do everything, and it's just not true. The people who you think have it all together and the ones who are, you know, quote unquote, doing it all, they're often the best kind of delegators. They often have this team of supportive people around them helping them get stuff done. So look at that list and pass it off. And guys lose the perfection attitude here. Just because someone's going to do it in a way that you wouldn't do it or you feel like you would do it better, don't let that hold you back from asking for help. So I'm going to share an example of what I've done to delegate this week. I really want to get our cupboards organized in our kitchen right now. They are out of control. Like I can't even describe it to you. They're super unorganized. They are causing me a lot of stress and anxiety and the mess and the clutter just gets to me. I like to have like certain drawers have certain things. And right now things are just being chucked in left and right. But the problem is I don't have time to do that right now. And it's driving me nuts. So you can call me a brat, but honestly, I don't care because it's going to get done and I'm going to feel great about it. I decided to ask our house cleaner if she wanted some extra hours this week, and she is going to come and help get that space organized. We skipped our date night this week, so I'm using those funds to hire some extra help. And now you may be like, oh my gosh, no, I could not do it. I like things done a certain way. They're my cupboards. I just need them all set up the way I want. And you know what? There's probably going to be things that I would have done in a different way, But done is better than perfect. And before I would have had that mentality, I would be the only one doing this task. But she can help me get started, get it organized. And then when I have time, I can go back and do it my way. But for now, this is the best way to go about it. It is okay to ask for help. And there are other areas that you can ask for help too. I'm not just talking about in your house. Like say you have a super busy night and you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Say your son has hockey practice. Don't be afraid to ask another parent to do the drop off that day. And then you can return the favor on a day when, you know, you have more time. It is okay to ask people to help you out with these things. When it comes to delegating, I am a big believer in asking myself questions like, what is my time worth? What can only I do? What can people help me out with? How much is my sanity worth? Where do I want to be spending my time right now? Your answers to those questions will help you decide what you can delegate out. Remember, you are only one person and one person can only do so much. All right, so number six is what can you say no to? Look at that list and see if there's anything that you said yes to that you probably should have said no to. And even if you've committed, what can you just not make happen anymore? What no longer makes sense? What no longer feels good? If you have to bail on something for the sake of your sanity, you've got to bail. Say no and just don't feel bad about it. Okay, so next, number seven, Go back, look at that list and ask yourself, what is giving me the most anxiety right now? What is stressing me out the most? So even if that task doesn't make sense to do first, if you're thinking logically, go and do it so it stops taking up so much space in your head. So what I mean by that is, so say your laundry room is just a shit show with clothes everywhere right now. Even though technically that can wait and you may feel like you should be focusing your time on, you know, something that needs your immediate attention, go and do that laundry room so that you can get 
that load off your shoulders and it's not just kind of hanging over you as something that needs to be done. Your work stuff or things that you have tight deadlines on, you're going to get those done. Like that's that's inevitable. That's going to get done. But the laundry or those nagging tasks that are giving you the most anxiety, those are the tasks that are going to go from to-do list to to-do list and you're just going to keep pushing them to the next day. And those are the things, the nagging things that make you feel like you're a hot mess express. Number eight, put tasks in your calendar. So you know those little tasks that, you know, are like going to the post office or calling for a dentist appointment or sending this quick email, things that you remind yourself to do on a daily basis, but at the end of the day, you're like, shit, I didn't get that done. I forgot to do it. Lately, instead of saying to myself, oh, I have to do A, B, and C, I've started to put it right in my calendar and decide when I'm actually going to do it. So for example, for weeks, I have been meaning to get Reese this water bottle thing for her hockey and I would always forget it. Like week after week, I would show up at the hockey arena without this little spout on her water bottle. And I'm like the only mom who hasn't got it for their kids. And I would just feel like a lot of mom guilt about it. Then I decided I was going to schedule in exactly when I was going to go get this stupid thing for the water bottle. So I put it in my calendar with like a five minute appointment time. So it didn't take too much space up in my calendar. And that simple planning, like deciding exactly when I was going to do that nagging little task, helped me make it happen. So go through the list of things that you've made. So even if it's like a little task of something that you need to do, schedule it into your calendar, even if it takes two seconds. Then decide when you're looking at that list, what just doesn't need to be done or what can be pushed until the next month, the next quarter, or even next year. And then schedule it in it there too. Like you don't need to tackle things right away. Even though you have this idea or something that you would like to do right away, sometimes it's just not realistic. So for example, lately I've had a lot of content that I've been meaning to write for the blog. I've had these blog post ideas come in and I really want to write these out. So I've been putting in them from to-do list to to-do list. So I intended on writing them in the past month, but it just hasn't happened. And realistically, it's not going to happen next month either. So I've now put them in my calendar to tackle in April. All right. So number nine, I also like to schedule in something that I love during this busy time. So when you're sitting down with that time to just kind of get your crap together, schedule in some time with your friends, schedule in a date night. Sometimes we get so caught up in the busy that we forget to do things that fill our cup. Also schedule in time when you're going to relax. So I've been reading a lot more lately. Like I love reading like a good juicy fiction book, but sometimes I feel like I don't have time to do it. So similarly, I have been putting a note in my calendar about when I'm going to read. And I know that sounds really rigid and, you know, it it seems like I just have this very strict schedule in my life and I don't. But putting that in, like putting in that little block of time where, you know, I can read at the end of the night, it's a reminder that I am giving myself permission to take a break. Obviously, if I'm not in the mood to read at that time, I don't do it. But making space for relaxation and time with your friends and time with your spouse is huge. The last thing that really helps me get my shit together is I review my calendar at the beginning of the week and at the beginning of the day. So that's something I try to do every single week and every single day. I look at my calendar, plan my day, plan my week, and just kind of really wrap my head around all the things that need to get done 
and visualize what that time is going to look like. This way, you know when you're going to do things. You can see your week at a glance. You can share your calendar with your spouse. There's something about just kind of reviewing my calendar that just makes me feel like I've got it all together. So guys, that's my list. That is what I do when I feel like I'm off my game so I can get back on track. And for me, it's proven to be the perfect 10-step process to resetting. The other thing that I did want to tell you guys is that I did write a blog post a couple weeks ago about the 10 things that you should do at the beginning of every month. So these are just tips that help you stay on track and help you start your month off on a great note. So I'm going to link that blog post in the show notes for you. But these things, again, just help you get on track and stay on track for a positive month and a positive week. And so that you can kind of work towards that balance thing that we've been talking all about. Alrighty, guys, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Here's to getting our shit together. I will talk to you next week. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast. Give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.